Hello folks, it is the Knickknack Podcast. I'm Knickknack, and I'm calling this episode, which will be Season 15, Episode 2, Designing a System to Beat My Head Against the Wall, because that's what I feel like I've been doing, and I'm frustrated, and I need to vent. So, grab your favorite beverage, and we'll get started. In recent times, I've been trying to, you know, improve life from kind of a harm reduction perspective. Um, And in doing that, uh, you know, I've worked with, you know, therapists, psychiatrists, whatever. um, And I've tried to design systems and little self-interventions designed to modify my behavior. Um, And in doing this, I've noticed the incredible importance of getting the ratio right. Um, And quite honestly, it's not dissimilar to game design and other system design approaches in that way. So that helps a little bit because I can put my, um, you know, I could put my, you know, system design knowledge uh, that I've developed in other areas of life and apply it to this um, and kind of reinforce the focus on trying to get the ratios right. Um, I've spent an awful lot of time um, operating on the advice of, you know, going with a really rigid structured schedule. Structure is the answer. Um, and really that doesn't work very well for me. Um, my chi, for lack of a better word, is more a string of crisis management events um, that I follow through with as best I can. Uh, not dissimilar to fighting a fire in SimCity. You know, you kind of like, oh, oh crud, the, the fire's in this in this block of pixels right now, so I'll send the fire department there. Oh, in that pixel department. Like, that's... That's the chi. That's the flow of my day. Um, And, you know, even if I spend a great deal of time planning, thinking, organizing, analyzing, um, the effectiveness of that planning, thinking, and organizing uh, is not great because when I go to actually do something, it's more of that dynamic crisis management type chi type type flow that, that, you know, is achievable but only achievable when I'm in my kind of productive energy state. Um, It is very, very, very difficult to get anything done when I'm kind of in the mildly depressed state. Um, Overall, um, I'm kind of at this point now where it's like, okay, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about the bits and pieces that I, that I got at, got out of and thought about and processed in the, the last episode kind of going, okay, you know, getting close to that midlife point if I haven't reached it already, so therefore I need to think um, pretty seriously and, and, and consider all the variables here. Um, so, you know, trying to take a, an overarching look at it, um, I'm reminded of, of the fact that I am a human, um, 
computers were designed to emulate humans, not the other way around. So therefore, uh, I should try to be more like a human than a computer. Um, and all my system design uh, attempts, you know, my attempts to algorithmi algorithmize and statisticize, statisticize my life um, are not going well because I am not a computer. So that's worth remembering and knowing and thinking about. Um, also important uh, is kind of the thinking about, um, okay, what's, you know, overall what's worked and what hasn't. Um, overall, um, symptom reduction has, you know, been pretty insignificant through use of psychiatry and medication. Um, you know, I, I'd estimated it capping at about 15%, uh, which only results in a continuous, albeit more mild, oscillation between slightly depressed and slightly project mode. Um, therapies harder to quantify as in terms of effectiveness, but I wouldn't say it's greatly effective over the 30 years or so I've been in therapy. Um, and, you know, a therapeutic relationship is, you know, some ratio between the therapists you're seeing, and I've seen many over the years, and the, um, and, and the person, you yourself, how much work you're putting in, how much energy, how much effort. Um, I would argue that I put in a very very varying degree of effort over the years, but in the last six months, I would argue that I put in a hell of a lot of effort, um, and it's the lack of results is extremely, extremely frustrating. Um, and, you know, relative to that middle-aged bit that I mentioned last time, um, I, you know, I've kind of come to this point where it's like, okay, my physical limitations are what they are. Uh, I am trying very hard to do better with establishing a firm sleep pattern to exercise three times a week um, and, uh, you know, improve those things where I can. But the physical limitations that I face that I can't do anything about and are likely to get worse, you know, include that, that damn hand-eye coordination issue, limited lifting ability, and back pain, uh, which is just slowly getting worse over the years. So that's just the way it is. I'm going to have to learn to work around that, those obstacles as best I can. Um, so I'm really, honestly, really, really struggling um, to, to see an overall potential for greater harm reduction, um, though I am working my ass off, I promise you. Um, I haven't given up. Um, I am making efforts to, um, you know, pursue the esteem goal um, more rigorously. Um, but even still, um, you know, my my overall faith in, you know, the, kind of the combination between myself and, um, you know, the supportive systems that exist is not greatly high and is subject to a great deal of experience-based skepticism. Um, and, you know, I, I, I honestly feel that I think people that, that end up in having, you know, having worked in a, um, 
you know, a, a psychology, social work related field myself uh, in the past, my general feeling is that individuals that work in this field generally do at least start out wanting very badly to help people out. Um, but I think the way the, the way the way the system works is inconsistent with that general result. Um, you know, the the general flow of the system is more designed to get people into the employment system and well that doesn't actually meet society's larger esteem needs overall so that's a problem um so that's kind of you know the big broad overview picture um in general um i've been able to achieve on schedule sleep um five nights over the past 11 days um so that's you know, not nothing, but it's not as far as I would like to get. Um, I'm getting about uh, six hours and 45 minutes of sleep a night, roughly. Um, I've been trying, uh, you know, guided meditations through, the, through my uh, Fitbit acquisition lately, so I have been using that. Uh, I've been taking, I've taken seven walks over the past couple weeks, um, so that's, and I've been doing that pretty consistent, consistently since I've gotten the Fitbit, so, you know, there's progress there. Um, the social element of life, of course, continues to be problematic. Um, I'm, you know, trying to negotiate, uh, where I am with the pandemic and, and where I feel I ought to be. Um, you know, I kind of want to set a general goal of, you know, going out into the 3D world at least twice a week. Um, I've, I've been able to accomplish that uh, the past two weeks, so that's good. Um, I think my, you know, anxiety over getting COVID or just getting sick again in general is relating to being sick as a kid and just the inherent trauma that induced. So I don't know how to deal with that, but that's there. Um, and that really is a limiting factor. Like the, I, of all the limiting factors in my life, I, I'd say the, the social element, my social struggles are the biggest, biggest thing holding me back. Um, you know, it's kind of a, you know, relative to the pandemic, it's like, okay, it's, that's a, you know, feedback loop based on, on past trauma. Um, that's kind of the way it is. Um, you know, I wrote in my notes, um, you know, that I'm keeping an eye on the vaccination rate and breakthrough rate. Um, I, I quite honestly, based on, you know, based on a data analysis perspective, won't feel real comfortable until that rate hits, you know, 80% roughly in the state and in the county that I live in. Um, and I remain concerned about breakthroughs and mutations. CDC recommendations be damned because those are economically motivated more than anything else. Um, and like I said, um, you know, I there is a political spin on that of my own, of course, but, you know, the, the data view itself, the view and the analysis of the data, you know, is based on 
you know, a somewhat well-established principle that, um, you know, the herd herd immunity is achieved when about 80% of the population has had uh, whatever illness is, is going through. So, you know, until that 80% number gets, until we get close to that 80% number, then, you know, the, then we haven't really overcome anything now, have we? Um, speaking from a data perspective. Um, but I also realized that, um, you know, my obsession with data on this, at the, on this, on this particular matter in this particular way could be viewed as maladaptive. So, you know, you make your arguments however you will on that, I suppose. Um, you know, my hope, you know, keeping in mind that my socialization level was pretty low, even pre-pandemic, um, my hope is to kind of get back to um, and then improve, improve upon a, a ratio of like 20% 3D world, 80% online world, and, you know, try and get the the ratio to shift the other way slowly over time. That's kind of my, my hope. Um, but it has been difficult um, because of, you know, the trauma from my past health issues and also, also because... Um, because of the way socialization has worked for me. Um, I've always been pretty socially awkward as a, res a consequence of the side effects of the medical trauma, uh, which has resulted in a lot of negative feedback, um, particularly from family over the years. Um, in general, I get less and more polite negative feedback in adult in in my adult life, but still, it it's there, and that generally has the effect of, you know, decreasing my desire to in, further engage and take risks in social settings, and then, you know, that, that it, you know, so it decreases the social drive, and then it increases the social anxiety, so that's, that's a huge problem. Um, and like I said, the social skills themselves are poorly developed because, you know, the more bad experiences I, experiences I have, the less likely I am to further risk to further risk take. Um, and the less social practice one has, the less one's skills are developed. So it's a it's a death spiral, um, and that creates a tremendous amount of problems when it comes for to things like looking for work, maintaining work, and just getting along with those other humans who are so unpredictable and, you know, don't behave in the ways that I expect them to behave, or social scientists expect them to behave in many cases for that matter. Because there's too many variables, obviously, I support and have heavily invested in trying to understand the social phenomenon from a, through a scientific lens or a pseudo-scientific lens or, you know, s some sort of similar approach. Um, because that's obviously what I've been doing, but there's too many variables and you can't separate the variables, so you can't say definitively and with 95% accuracy, as is the standard in physics and, and other disciplines, that when this person is put in this scenario, 
they will do this. Like, like you can't, you can't get it, you can't pin it down that well. Um, and, you know, I tried to use the social sciences as a, a way of giving me a leg up with my social issues, and they, they, the social sciences aren't reliable enough to really help me achieve that goal, so that sucks. That's, that genuinely frustrates me. And the last thing on my mind, um, I am going through the process of trying to get some help and support relative to employment. Um, I've spent, put a lot of thought into it, put a lot of work, put a lot of time. I've updated websites, I've updated LinkedIn, I've updated all sorts of stuff. Uh, I've tried to make the websites and the podcasts more professional in tone, um, that doesn't actually all seem to correlate with bigger numbers, strangely enough, um, which is interesting. But um, all that said, um, I'm kind of in this scenario where, okay, I've got, I've still got my sleep problem, which I've been fighting for years. I've still got my time management problem, which I've been fighting for years. I've still got... Um, mood fluctuations, which I've been fighting for years, and I've still got these annoying and very limiting physical issues that I've been dealing with for years. And on top of that, um, I've got, for lack of a better term, you know, lingering pandemic concerns that mean that I really really, really, really am mostly interested in, if not exclusively interested, in working remotely. And to, you know, make work make sense, um, I, I need a pretty high hour, I would need a pretty hour, high hourly salary. So, you put all those variables together, um, and it's, you know, it's an awful, awful, t awful, big mountain to climb. And, you know, that's not to say that I don't believe that it, you know, it might be a good goal. Um, I, I've certainly put a good faith effort into, uh, you know, trying to get and, ma get and maintain a job that's, you know, somewhere around 15 hours a week for a year. Like, that would be like a basic baseline goal, but even that basic baseline goal seems, it seems positively her Herculean, so that's primarily the stuff that's bouncing around my brain, of course there's all the, you know, the, there's the systemic elements to it, um, you know, it's like, okay, trying to make progress is all about getting the ratio of what you're working on right, in what areas, um, and, you know, any, any system is about trying to balance the ratios. Um, but I don't know, you know, the, the right balance eludes me, I guess, is the way, best way to put this. Um, side note related to game design and, and systems and stuff, such. I've been listening to, uh, Sid Meier's, um, biography which has been really interesting and really fascinating and really enjoyable to listen to. Um, I found it especially interesting that he worked on a lot of flight sim stuff early in his career. I hadn't heard of Solo Flight before. I'm very curious and want to see YouTube videos about it now. 
Um, so, um, that's kind of a side thing, but, um, it is interesting just, just, just thinking about and noticing the parallels between, like, all the, all the systems I've tried to design in my life in, in varying circumstances, you know, uh, game stuff, you know, it's all about ratios, it's all about, you know, balancing the game mechanics, um, which is really just getting the ratios right. Um, and, you know, that a ratio could be, especially in the context of a, a flight simulator or a game like Civilization, you know, a ratio could be realism. Like, how realistic do you want to make this? How, how, how serious do you want the simulator to be? Or this management game, depending on how you want to look, the, look at that genre. Uh, but it is interesting, uh, the potential crossover and tie-in of those, of those skills. So that... That, that I, honestly, that is my one source of hope. <laughs> my one source of hope is I can analyze systems, I can break them down, I can try and make them make sense, I can try and work on, work on adjusting ratios. I know how to do that. Um, I have a lot of practice with that. Um, my success in actually designing systems that work is pretty low. Um, but I'm getting more and more practice at it. So, you know, if I'm going to take a big picture and say, you know, what's, what's the biggest skill that Nicholas is working on and improving, um, and in a strange twist of whatever, I'd say the biggest skill I am working on and improving upon is my system design skill. <laughs> Although... Uh, I belied that fact with the episode title, which is a joke, you know, jokingly, uh, making fun of my system design skills, because my personal system design skills are effective really only in, um, improving my ability to beat my head against the wall. So, there you have it. That's all the rubbish that is on my brain at the moment, um... If you are a flight sim uh, person, or want to be a flight sim person, or interested in flight sim, uh, check out my flight sim service offerings on knickknackjack.net. Um, that is one way to support the podcast. You can also support the podcast by, via the many donation links at knickknackjack.net. You can send me a kindly worded, constructive uh, message via email at nicnacjak at gmail.com, via Twitter at nicknackjack, nicnacjak, or you can leave a comment on nicknackjack.net, or finally you could leave a review on any of the numerous podcatchers, uh, podcatchers podcasting apps that are out there. Uh, I thank you so much for listening. Hopefully... You will enjoy this episode much more than the episodes I've been posting recently. Uh, I've been trying a different production style, and based on the numbers anyway, I don't think it's working. So, I've uh, tried to do this more old school than uh, the previous episodes. So, we'll see how it turns out. Till next time, stay safe, stay sane, get vaccinated, happy railroading, happy winning. Bye. <laughs>